Welcome to In Full Color. In Full Color is a show for creative beings, modern visionaries, and the dreamers of a more colorful world. On this podcast, we enter into a space of inspiration, possibility, and wonder, where we tap into our innate creative power together. Alongside muses, creators, and changemakers like yourself, we discuss the power creativity has to connect us to ourselves and to each other, and to change the world for the better. I'm your host, Amy Lore. I'm an author, artist of all kinds, and personal guide for visionaries who are ready to bring their inspiration to life. This space is devoted to your unfolding, to the light you're here to shine, and the life you're here to live. I invite you to bring your fullest self to this moment, all that you are in full color. Hi friends, welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. Today we are going to be talking about moving in silence in regards to the creative process and we'll finish it off by doing a brief guided meditation where I will take you through a visualization centered around nurturing the creative spirit and the creative spark. It's going to be really lovely. Before we dive in, I want to invite you to share this show with a friend who you think would love it, someone who is creative or interested in bringing more creativity into their life, maybe an artist or an entrepreneur or really anyone who comes to mind. I trust your intuition on this one. You can either share this show in general by sharing the link from Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, or if you want to pick a particular episode that you think they would resonate with, go ahead and scroll through the different episodes I've got. We really cover so much different stuff, so I think there's a little something for everyone here. That's probably one of the best ways that you could support me and support this podcast and help keep things rolling. So I really appreciate it. Um, Go ahead and pause the episode if you want to take a moment to do that. Otherwise, we will jump right in. So part of the time when I'm working with clients as a creativity mentor, I'm helping people activate that creative spark and find inspiration. But honestly, most of my clients are already feeling pretty connected to their inspiration and to ideas. And a lot of the times my job is more about guiding them through the process of bringing that idea to life. And there are all kinds of wonderful twists and turns in the creative process that we come up against. Um, And one way that we can make that journey a little bit smoother is by moving in silence. You may or may not have heard this phrase before, moving in silence. When I hear it, what comes to mind is like, a wolf in the woods kind of stalking its prey very quietly before making that big leap with um, a strong strategy. And it really is kind of a similar concept when we apply it to the creative process. So here's kind of the gist of the creative process. And I'm going to use a metaphor here that I really love. When we get an idea, it's like a seed. And a seed is full of potential but has not yet cracked open and explored that potential. So when an idea comes to us, it's like a seed has been planted in our garden and it's often planted like deep in the soil of our subconscious mind. And it feels like the ideas kind of come a little bit out of nowhere sometimes or that they're very connected to other parts of our subconscious mind, of of our psyche, of who we are and our past experiences and whatnot. And when these seeds are planted, With the right amount of water and light and care, they may begin to sprout. And this is kind of like the phase of the creative process where 
this idea comes to us and it feels like there's momentum. It feels like the potential is wanting to rise and it feels like something that's really interesting to us. And you, you know, you see the potential of, I could really see myself bringing this to life. I could really see myself doing this. And we often get a lot more ideas than we actually follow through on. Just like if you throw a bunch of seeds in your garden, not all of them are going to sprout and that's okay. But the ones that are meant to come to life will, and it's our job to provide the proper care and nourishment for those ideas to grow and flourish and develop into whatever they're meant to become. So when these ideas are these cute little sprouts with just those very thin stems and maybe like a leaf or two, they're honestly really tender and special and gentle. They're like little babies and we need to be really tender with them. We need to make sure they don't get trampled on and make sure they get just the right amount of light and just the right amount of water, like I mentioned before. And this is where the concept of moving in silence comes in. If we expose this little baby sprout to the world and shout it from the rooftops of like, hey everyone, this is what I'm doing, then the sprout becomes vulnerable to other people's perspectives, other people's judgments, other people's opinions, other people's reasons why this won't work, other people's rejections. And what happens if you trample on a sprout? Usually it dies. (laughs) Sorry to be harsh. So by keeping our ideas a little bit on the down low and really guarding them within our hearts, we can protect them from other people's projections because they don't understand this idea from the inside out like you do. This idea chose you because it wanted to be nourished by your intuition, your inner guidance, your own flavor of creativity and expression. And if the voices and opinions of other people are too loud, then your intuition can get drowned out and your intuition is like the fertilizer here. I'm really leaning into this plant metaphor, y'all, but it works. It really works. Another reason to keep things on the down low a bit when you are flirting with a new idea is that things change. You may have noticed this, but uh, usually the way that we think things are going to go in our heads It doesn't always happen that way. (laughs) The same is true with a creative idea. Um, Throughout the creative process, we may start out with this really clear blueprint, this clear vision. I think that's so important to have. It kind of serves as your North Star. Um, But as we move through the process and begin to bring this idea to life, there may be obstacles or challenges that change the form of the idea that may turn it on its head. And there may even be some obstacles or challenges that are big enough that you might say, you know what, I don't know if this is worth the energy investment anymore. And that's perfectly okay. There also might be really positive points of inspiration that come up along the journey that may also flip the idea on its head. And so if we tell everyone (laughs) or, you know, a decent amount of people around us that like, hey, I'm doing this thing. This is exactly how it's going to be. It doesn't leave that much space for change, for the idea to be malleable in a way that you can really cater to. Um, But, you know, other people might have kind of a fixed perspective of it. And at the end of the day, like everyone else is too wrapped up in their own stuff to say like, hey, weren't you going to do that thing that way? But 
it can put some pressure on the creator of like, oh, well, I like promised people it would look like this and now it's going to look like something totally different. Um, you know, you just got to be down to go on the ride and really let the journey shape the art or the business, whatever it is that you're creating. I learned this big time while creating my book. I shared a bit on the earlier side that this was something that I was doing. And oh my gosh, this thing got flipped upside down and turned backwards and inside out so many times. There were so many twists and turns in the journey of writing my book. Plus, it just took a lot longer than I thought it would from start to finish um, that I kind of regretted sharing as much as I did at the point that I did. If you want to know more about my book or want to grab a copy for yourself, you can find that in the show notes at likethesunatmidday.com. So we got to leave that space for change and sometimes keeping it within our own minds and hearts and sketchbooks, etc., can make it just a little bit easier to allow that flexibility. Now, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater here. We don't need to move in total silence. There can be so many benefits from sharing your work and sharing your process with people um, that I do want to highlight, but we just have to be really mindful and careful about it. Um, just really thinking about who am I sharing it with this with? When am I sharing it? Why am I sharing it with them? So let me talk about a couple points along the creative journey where it does make sense to loop other people in. First of all would be if you are needing some accountability or needing a cheerleader. It can be really easy if the idea only exists in our mind for us to not bring that full level of devotion to it that we could. So telling someone like, hey, I'm doing this thing, it makes it feel a little bit more real. And hopefully you are able to choose someone to share this with who can be really encouraging of you and supportive of you throughout the process. Another point at which it may make sense to loop people in is when you need some market research or you're wanting some feedback or perhaps someone has some expertise that you don't. So basically when you want to tap on the outside world for a little bit of information to guide the next steps of this process. This is something that I recently did for the first time. I am working on a journal that is a companion to my book. I actually haven't shared that with too many people yet. So I was moving in silence up until this point, but you guys get to hear it first. Um, on next month's podcast, I'll likely be sharing a link and telling you a little bit more about that, which I'm excited about. Um, but for that project and another project I'm working on, I decided to ask my community for a little bit of feedback and insight because I really wanted both of these creative projects and offerings to be things that are supportive of other people. I want it to be a service. So at that point, it made sense for me to begin to tell people a bit about my idea before I go and shout it from the rooftops. Um, but also at this point, both of these projects were past the little baby sprout phase. They were like um, those four foot tall trees you see in the park with the little fences around them. <laughs> it's like not not a full grown tree yet, but it's getting there. It's it's tender, but it's strong. So it felt more appropriate to bring people in at that point because I already felt really solid and grounded in the identity and vision of the project. And I will say I chose to work with people on this feedback who were really supportive of me and invested in my work and I knew would be positive influences. Um, 
you know, no bad vibes, essentially. (laughs) So really curating the group of people that you share it with, that you ask feedback from is important to support the integrity and the heart of the idea. So I'm glad I did it, but it's also not something that I'm really gung-ho about, like maybe some more people in kind of the marketing space or just people who like statistics in general are going to be really big into like testing ideas and getting those other kind of statistical points of information from people. But I lean way more on the edge of intuition. Like this idea chose you for a reason because it wants your inner guidance, your vision. Um, So yeah, get the feedback if it feels aligned. And whatever the feedback is, run it back through the lens of your own intuition. I probably accepted like a third or half of the feedback that people gave me on my journal project um, and followed my heart with the rest of like, yeah, maybe a couple people weren't stoked about this one aspect of it, but I'm stoked about it. So I'm going to include it. And one other point at which it might make sense to share with others about your project is when you need to process out loud. We can totally get in our own heads if we're the only ones working on this project. And it can be really supportive to ask a friend, family, coworker, like, hey, let me like talk this thing out loud with you. I personally develop and understand the ideas as I speak them out loud in conversation. I feel like I get to know them a little bit more. It may be important for you to tell the person you're processing with though, hey, I just want to process out loud and I'm not looking for any feedback or advice or new ideas at this time. Or maybe you are looking for feedback, advice, or ideas. So just letting them know like, hey, can you be a sounding board for me right now? And that's kind of all I'm looking for because people are going to be excited and they're going to they're going to want to chip in and tell you like, oh, you should do it this way. And that's not always the best thing for our little baby plants. So try out this moving in silence approach with whatever you're working with now. And I'm excited for when you get to the point of having that more completed or close to complete finished product that you get to stand on top of a mountain and scream about and tell the world and really sink in every moment of that sharing. That's just such a beautiful full circle moment. Uh, Don't rush through it. People want to hear about your work. People are excited for you. That's the point to like come full circle on our metaphor. (laughs) That's the point when your little sprout has grown into a tree and maybe it's beginning to bear some fruit and you might get a taste that fruit and share it with your friends and family and and beyond. Who knows how far that that will reach. As you can tell, I have a lot to say about the creative process. I'm very fired up by it. And I really love hearing about people's ideas um, and how they're working with them. So if you do ever want to drop in with me for some one-on-one work, I am available for that. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to book a session with me. Um, And I'm, I'm just stoked to hear about what you're creating and how we can help that beautiful seed turn into a tall, gorgeous tree. So staying with our theme here, we're going to go into a brief guided meditation. If you're driving or doing something else, maybe you can pause this and come back to another time or just kind of passively tune into the energy. I'm a big multitasker, honestly, so I support you if you feel like you can manage that. But the best way to really enjoy this is to find a spot where you can settle in, either sit down or lay down, whatever feels comfortable for you. 
um, this might be a good time to pause and find your spot. And as you settle in, allow your eyes to gently close and for your awareness to settle on your breath. In and out. Let your breaths grow a bit deeper and a bit slower. And just notice your breath as it moves through your body. See how it moves beyond your lungs, beyond your nose, beyond your chest and belly, into the hips, the arms, the legs, the feet, the hands, shoulders, head. Feel your breath circulate throughout your entire being. And allow your awareness to drop down into your heart space. With each breath, dropping it down into the heart. And imagine that your awareness lands on a soft bed of soil, filling the bottom part of your heart. And as you find yourself there, you reach into your pocket and find a seed. And this seed represents an idea. Now this may be an idea that you already have, or maybe one that hasn't quite discovered you yet. But just tuning into that energy of what is your seed? What is the seed you have been entrusted with right now? Holding that seed tight in your hands, charging it up with love and as you're ready reaching down into that soil at the base of your heart and planting the seed a couple of inches below the surface you feel the soil it's cool to the touch so nutrient dense almost luscious and you scoop a layer of soil over the seed and pat it down. You feel the ground become firm as you pat it down. And you find next to you, in this garden of your heart, a watering can. And pick it up in your right hand and begin to pour some water onto the seed. And you'll know when it's time to lift to stop pouring the water, you'll know when it's been just enough. You can set that back down at your side. And to your left, you find a golden orb of sunshine. You pick it up in your hands, you feel the vibrance and strength and gentle warmth of this little sun. And you hold it over the soil. and allow it to grow warm and you'll know when it's been just enough when it's time to set that aside you lean down with your hands on the earth and your face close to the soil and whisper something sweet to this idea something encouraging And with each word you speak, the seed begins to sprout. And you watch as a little green plant 
emerges, it pushes through the dark soil and begins to rise up. With your loving presence right there, leaves begin to uncurl. You witness this idea grow from a little baby sprout to perhaps a small shrub, to a short tree, to a bigger tree. The trunk goes thicker, branches grow longer, nice green leaves. And it grows and grows and grows. And just notice what kind of tree this becomes. Is it a fruit tree? Is it a pecan tree? Is it a rainbow eucalyptus tree? Maybe it's even a redwood and it's going to grow really big. Just notice. And as you see this tree towering above you, offering you shade, offering you comfort, I invite you to lean into it and rest at its trunk. Maybe you even give it a hug if you're into tree hugging. I'm pretty into it. You can linger here as long as you want to. Enjoy this space. And whenever you're ready to re-immerse from this visualization experience, you can allow your breath to deepen. Allow any little micro movements that want to come through. Maybe those micro movements turn into stretches and wiggles and maybe a cute little sound or a yawn. Once you're ready, let your eyes gently open just partway, taking in what you see. And it may feel good to wrap yourself in a hug right now. I want you to stay in this gentle space as long as your day permits you to really sink into it. And we'll go ahead and wrap up the podcast episode here. Thank you so much for being here with me. One way that you could really support me besides sharing the show with a friend or a family member, someone that you love, is to leave a written review and give me those five stars, baby. That really helps. Um, It helps put the show on the radar and helps other people discover it and helps other people be supported through their creative process. And I think that we would all benefit from a world where people are more connected to their creative spark. That's why I'm in this game. (laughs) Um, So thank you so much for being here. I always love hearing from you, so let me know how this episode landed with you. You can DM me on Instagram at Amy in full color. If we're homies, send me a text message. <laughs> um, and I'm going to leave some links in the show notes with ways to connect with me further. So be sure to check that out. And there may be one offering or experience or piece of free content that resonates with you. So explore that. You are welcome into the ecosystem of my world, (laughs) uh, my creative world. 
and I will see you next month. We'll have a guest for our next episode, but I do so treasure these solo episodes where I get to guide you into meditation and just like exhale together. (laughs) All right, sending you a big hug and wishing you